Live from the second floor of the AC building at Bethel University, this is Live from AC Second, here for a roundtable podcast. Joining me to my left is... Nathan Gossett. Mitchell Crum. And Sam Mulberry. And uh, we've got math, political science, and history here today. What do we do with that? I don't know. This is sort of a, a, a quick a quick sort of thrown to... It's like an emergency podcast without <laughs> emergency. <laughs> emergencies. Yeah, there was just like, we should probably do one. So yeah. we got some people together. It's late afternoon again. So. so there's simultaneously two things happening at Bethel University. We're a week away from finals now. And this is the kind of place where at, at that time, all students go into crunch mode, all faculty go into grading crunch mode. And people are either really too busy to do anything or punchy from doing too much stuff mm-hmm. and we're in the definitely in the punchy phase i now. think so or, or avoiding doing things no that's a possibility yeah too. yeah that's a possibility but you could too. be punchy and avoiding so yeah, yeah i think that's what i am so uh gents i i have um i have a um a, a game to tell you about um that i do not recommend to you all four of us here in this room are married and I was... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I like where this is going. <laughs> oh, you're not going to like it. You're not going to like it. Um, I was walking over to... The, I, so I teach my class just previous to this in a different building in the seminary. And so I was walking over there with a few of my students, these senior students for the senior capstone course, and they're playing a game called Make It or Break It. I've never heard of this before. But basically, Make It or Break It is you imagine your utterly ideal significant other and then they pose every. It's sort of like million dollars, but but with love. Mm-hmm. So you, um, you know, every everything about your significant other is perfect except for one fatal flaw. Does a fatal flaw make it or break it for you? So, for example, uh, make it or break it. You have an absolutely ideal spouse, absolutely ideal uh, partner in life, but they have no elbows. You okay with that? Like you said, I don't think I'm going to like this game. Okay, yeah, so, okay. yes. <laughs> <laughs> the game does lose some of its luster when you actually are married, as it right. turns out. Yep. So now I'm just imagining Stacy with like no elbows. Yeah. <laughs> would that be a deal breaker for you, Chris? No, it would not. Okay. I, I would learn to love my, straight, my stiff-armed wife. There you go. Yes. Um, <laughs> thanks for playing along. Can I ask a million dollars butt question, though? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, I, might, I think I've already, I may have posed this to one of you. So a million dollars butt. Um, you no longer can give normal functional greetings to people. You can only say, instead of saying, hey, how's it going? What's up? Hey, how are you doing? You have to say, you want to fight? You have to in, in, begin every conversation with, hey, you want to fight? Even if you get up and f- speak in front of a large group of people, do you, is your opening No, line? because you're not specifically greeting a specific person. Okay. If you're greeting a specific but but if you see someone in the crowd, you want to acknowledge them, like, hey, my dad's here. Dad, you want to fight? That's how you got to do it. Okay. Um Anyone want to answer this first? Because I have an answer, but I want to hear your thoughts on this. Am I allowed to just never greet anyone ever again? Yes, you could sullenly just nod at them. But if you have to utter utterances, you have to start with, do you want to fight? I'm already so bad at greeting anyone that I think I would just <laughs> stop <laughs> greeting. Nice, yeah. I'll yeah, just stop greeting anyone, yeah. yeah. And they wouldn't even notice. <laughs> Mitch, what do you think? Do you million dollars? Uh... Uh, probably, yeah. It would it would take something pretty substantial to keep me from a million dollars. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Pro- that that probably would so be. I'm, I'm I'm already at two million dollars. Sam, you make it three. Here's the thing, because you know this about me, and, yeah. and and maybe you two might be starting to know this about me, but like, I'm I'm a creature of habit. Yeah. Um. I'm also unfortunately a guy who has like there's like things about me like yeah. I sit at the same place every time. I always carry a uh, cardboard box full of stuff. 
That's not like a campus. It's like a hobo. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the lid to a paper box. So so like that's where I put. So instead of carrying like an attaché bag yeah. or a folder or yeah. a backpack, right. like so I have things. A cardboard box. I have things about me that are instantly recognizable. Even people who don't know me right. talk to me when I come up or when we pass each other because they're like. Hey, you got the box. Now, I don't like the fact that, like, I'm the carry-a-box guy or <laughs> things like that, but... If you want to work out boxes, it's basically the lid of a printer paper box. Right. Right. So it's like like, an oblong, oh. like, 9 by 13. Yeah, so it looks like I have donuts or a pizza or something. Which, when I, I first got to know you, I was always disappointed when all you had in there was quizzes. That's right. <laughs> so, but, but so anyhow, like, I'm already used to that, so, like, it wouldn't... How long would it take for me to just be like the, oh, that's the do-you-want-to-fight guy? And then it's like, <laughs> I'm fine, and I'm a million dollars richer, so I'll that's take true. that. I like the. I, I would take it too. So I'm out for my dollars because I would take it too because I like the idea that you can kind of spice it up. You can sort of like you can see some people and like a real joke like, "Hey, you want to fight?" You know. Yeah. And then like you see somebody else like very curtly like, "Yes, you want to fight?" Yeah. Like, you you can kind of play it around a little bit. My my chief concern is like you know getting pulled over for that random speeding ticket. You roll down the window. The cop comes up and says, "How you doing today?" And I have to say. Do you want to fight? It might make you a better citizen, though, Chris, so you avoid yeah, situations. Yeah, I probably would avoid altercations. Yeah. <laughs> possibly some social settings, too. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. That was a uh, um, question I had to get out of the way. Thank you for getting um, <laughs> You had to get that out of the way. I, I had to. It was <laughs> burning, sort of burning questions being answered here. So, uh, Sam, what are you doing this summer? What are we doing this summer? Um, I teach in the summer, and I do registration in the summer. I know you're not asking what work am I doing this summer, but that ends up shaping. No, I actually, yeah, I'm, I'm so okay. curious. That ends up shaping the uh, what my summers look like because I because I do registration and work with incoming students on schedule change appointments and things like that. It means it's hard for us to be gone for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm around a chunk of the summer. My kids are also at the age now where um, they're both going to camp, and my daughters are going to camp. T- to two different camps, so she's going to be gone for two weeks. So, like, big chunks of our summer are kind of already... Spoken for. Exactly. Um, so, I think that the biggest thing we're going to do is we'll probably... We've talked about taking, like, a long weekend trip to Chicago or to Duluth. Like, those are kind of it. So, nothing super exciting. Okay. How about you guys? Mitch is about to have a very exciting summer. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a couple of things coming up. Uh, probably the most substantial being that uh, I will hopefully have a baby boy um, in late July. So that will be a big a big part of the summer, I think, both preparing for and then actually having the, the yep. child. So You're about to have no sleep, my friend. Yeah. But but, but, but do you remember what, what – uh, what Time of year were your kids born? Uh, February and April. Okay, so that was during the school year. Late fall. Late fall. So again, during the it was, school year. it was the worst finals week of my <laughs> life. Oh, yeah. Wow, because because yeah. I will say, Mitch, my um, my son was born in late June. So like we had, and, uh, my wife was a teacher, and I'm a teacher, obviously. Um, so like we had this month of summer before he was born that we kind of just got to hang. It was actually kind of great. So like <laughs> like the, the the first two months of this summer. Might be awesome, and then then it, then it's gonna get. And then the murders begin. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, it's gonna be awesome in a different way. Mm-hmm. But like, but but I like. I remember Anne and I were just like, because there's not much she could like really do. So like, we right. we went to movies a lot. That was fun. We like we just had a really good time. And then you know, yeah. if you're curious, we have a, a summer movie pod. You could listen to that oh, and get some recommendations. Yeah, I think he might have <laughs> so been part of that's that. That's true. He was. But uh, but actually, I really when we uh, we played video games and watched movies a lot in that. Sort of month and yeah. a half leading up to our son being born. So like those were, it was actually really quality time. It was great. Yeah, yeah, and, and mixed in there we do have one other. We do have another trip uh, scheduled, so okay. we just can't keep from traveling. Um, and we're where's, where's that? 
So that trip is going to be over to Door County in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So uh, I imagine most of the people who listen who are from this area may know of Door County. Um, first time my family went up there was about 10 years ago, something like mm-hmm. that, and really liked it. I haven't been back since. My parents have been back at least once, maybe twice. Um, so, so what anyway. does that look like as a trip from Ohio? As a trip from Ohio, it looks like an incredibly long drive. Okay. Um, Probably about eight, eight, nine hours. Uh, it, it actually, it's more than that. It oh, takes right. it, it takes about eight hours just to get to Chicago. Um, oh, from your so, part of Ohio, sorry. Right, yeah. So, parts of Ohio. so yeah. So for for so yeah. So it's about eight hours to Chicago. So it's more like ten to twelve hours okay. up there. Okay. Um, and that's what my parents are doing. And Addie and I are just meeting them over there. So for us, it's only about four, maybe five hours at most. So, so what will that what will that uh, that vacation look like? That vacation will mostly be uh, very laid back. We're okay. we're going to be at kind of like a resort and. We may go see a, the, the the cherry orchard, and then we may go up to the lavender farm and mm. take the ferry across to the island. So really it, it'll regular. be things like that. Yeah. You know, very very laid back. So and I think it'll also involve quite a few um, major board games. So nice. my my brothers and, a major and I, board game. A major board game is Twilight Imperium is our latest thing. Um, and then I, I don't think I've talked to you about, the, about playing Twilight yeah. Imperium. So yeah, so so we're going to be into Twilight Imperium, and then we're also going to be um, we've played a couple of rounds, but I'm really looking forward to playing more of the new Fantasy Flight Rebellion game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we're also, we, we've also been in, t- I don't think he's going to bring um, oh, the, what's the big spaceship game? Not X-Wing. Um, I can't oh, Armada. Armada, Armada, yeah. thank you, yeah. So I don't think we're going to do that one, but we may do like War of the Ring, um, which is one of my favorites. We've got, I recently got the Battlestar Galactica game and I haven't had a chance to play it yet, so. Anyway, it'll probably is be it, filled is, with is a number really of those good, things. Um, I don't know. I'll find out. I haven't I haven't played it yet. So, yeah, it, yeah, Battlestar Galactica. It's it is such a disappointing ending, but it's it's a fun ride. So this podcast is rated N for nerdy. Right? That's right. So. I'm sorry about that, but you asked no, what the okay. you asked that about my summer. My you're summer in. is like you you're know that's it. Here, so, so yeah. That okay. So that's that's kind of my summer. I mean, the uh, the only other thing that I have going on is um, uh, aside from like work stuff uh, is uh, in, in terms of like teaching. But I'll also probably be getting started on um, reading up on uh, Supreme Court cases. So that'll be. That'll I will say when you summer. said we might go see the cherry orchard, my first thought was, "Oh, are you a fan of Chekhov?" Oh. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so there you that's go. what I yeah. we're now rated N plus. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How about you, Nathan? So I, I'm torn between the fact that I agreed to be on this podcast and my <laughs> standard paranoia of never announcing vacation plans publicly. Oh no! So can you announce it allegorically? Then that would be fun, right? <laughs> or. Give us three vacations, two of which are lies. Oh, I want <laughs> the so, allegory. Okay, okay. So, so, or 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 or, or, or why, you can tell us and not tell us the dates. Why? Yeah. Why am I the only one here that follows the rule that you never talk about travel on social media? I mean, I, 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 would, I would count this as you know, kind of the, the equivalent of posting on Facebook. I don't, yeah, I don't post vacations yeah. on Facebook. Right. So. I've been trained not to admit <laughs> that vacations exist unless I'm already back from them. Guys, where's Nathan? Let's, let's get, you got a good guess where Nathan's going on vacation. Hmm. I'm, I'm going with he's doing a, a barbecue tour of the United States. He's going to start in Kansas City. We're going to Texas and swing over to uh, North Carolina. Okay, I, I, I want to say he's going to Northern California, but not going to make it to the coast. 
Oh, like like eastern, just use eastern some, just northern use California, country kind of thing? Uh, northeast yeah. California. I, I can help you guys narrow this down because <laughs> I have extreme paranoia about traveling too far with a very young child, okay. much to my wife's annoyance. Um, I. So you know, there's this whole you know. So kid, like west suburbs. Well, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So so you know, chil- children under you know a certain age fly for free. Yeah, sure. And my wife cannot believe that we did not take advantage of that deal. Mm-hmm. But I just I could not bring myself to bring a young child that doesn't understand air pressure onto an airplane. What if you just told him about mm-hmm. it? Then would that work? At this, like, <laughs> I don't say yeah. really. Yeah, I I don't know, like. Give him some gum or something to yeah. pop his ears. Yeah, it's all, I don't know. I figured mm-hmm. kids are going to learn about air pressure sooner or later. They might as well learn it from their father. You know, yeah. <laughs> Sit better, down and have be- to talk about better, air pressure. Better than school. <laughs> That's so right. Learn from about air pressure from the school. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no, like, no hints. Not no. even like a. Not even like a. No, but so we'll, we'll go on a family what vacation. What mode? Yeah. So is it going to be driving? Yeah, we would have to drive. Okay, okay. All right, that's good. Yeah, it is okay. driving, not walking. So it's not Europe. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> take a boat. Well, you can ferry. And, and some yeah. of this is also that Mitchell stole my thunder because hmm. we're basically doing the same vacation. So. We're going to Wisconsin. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I thought you were, yeah. I thought you were yeah. about to have a sibling. Now, was, was, no. <laughs> is Wisconsin yeah. an allegory yeah. for something? Oh, no. sure. Yes, that's oh, right. Yeah. So we're doing the more fun part of Wisconsin, though. Which, which is? is? Which is water slides. Ooh, oh, sure. Yeah. I've nice. never done that. Is that. I mean, I've done water slides, but I've mm. never done, like, the Dells or something mm. like that. Like, is that fun? I don't know. We're about to find oh, out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't cool. know if that was something in your life I've you driven past before. dozens of times, but I've never stopped. Yeah. And you know, there, there's steam trains that you can ride, and you know, every, everything that a two year old boy would would want. So mm-hmm. I have a water slide question. Mm-hmm. A bunch of dudes around this table this time. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll try and get some of our female colleagues in here for the next podcast. But um, do you guys have any <clears throat> issues with water slides? Is that some kind of code that I'm not understanding? <laughs> so here's the thing: last time I was on a water slide. I was wearing swim trunks. Uh-huh. Right? As, as one is as, wont as, to do. As you do. Um, <laughs> I wasn't wearing any, like, any like, rash guard or anything like that. Uh-huh. And it burned the hair off my legs. Oh, wow. wow. Man. Were, were there, was there water in the water slides? Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. Apparently not enough. <laughs> because huh. uh, I had these nice bald patches on my upper wow. thighs for, and, and for it was, a while. It was friction, not overchlorination. Well, if it was overchlorination, it would have fallen off. It, no, it was clearly friction. Okay. It was definitely right. friction. I can't yeah, say I've had yeah. that problem. I, I okay. No. Okay. Yeah. I've ridden quite a few water slides. We actually had like a season pass even to um, what is now uh, Zumbezi Bay in oh. Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I've been there quite a bit. And I've no, never, ne- never. I mean, the the only the, the 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 biggest problem I I I have with those kind of slides is like if you they 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 kind of beat you up because you you're going so fast like when you're not in the inner tube mm-hmm. and stuff that like by the time after after a while like I feel like I've actually like sort of been in a fight and yeah, mm-hmm. like you almost feel bruised up so <laughs> you, you kind of have to take a break after a while because it's like okay can't, can't take this much more yeah. I will say I will say season passes made me think of another thing we're going to do this summer oh, which yeah. we did last summer um, and we haven't we hadn't been there for years but last summer my wife and I not our two children my wife and I bought season passes to Valley Fair. Just the two wow. of you? Yeah, wow. and it was great. Like we would we would occasionally be like, Yeah, it's four o'clock, we're gonna go for like the evening to Valley Fair. It was awesome. Was what this to punish your children? No, we took our kids sometimes. <laughs> oh. Like we went when they were at camp and things like this, and then we took our kids a couple times because we weren't sure if they were gonna like it. My son doesn't like roller coasters at all, which kind of eliminates most he really likes Valley Fair though, and he's 
it's sort of it's sort of like going with your like uh, great aunt or something. Like Anne and I and our daughter will like we'll go on a, on a um, you know on wild thing or something, and our son will just sit there and, at the exit and wait for us. And he's like, "Oh, it's totally fine. Go have fun." It's very strange. He's like eleven, but I just like yeah. to people watch. Yeah, yeah. So he has. I mean, he does like bumper cars and stuff like that. And I keep trying to talk him into trying to do these other things. I think he gets really motion sick, so he. He, like, actively doesn't like going. Sure. But, um, but I think we're going to do that again this summer, and we might actually get, let our kids get passes, too, because I'm going to keep the So what I will, I'll just say, uh, do they still have the corkscrew? They do. There? Okay. Yeah. So as a kid, I had a lot of trouble with motion sickness on roller coasters. Corkscrew mm-hmm. never had a problem. Hmm. That's weird, because that's, mo- that's the, like, the most... I don't. I don't know how to. Yeah, it's centripetal motion, and, and it's consistent. Like you're not being thrown around, sure. you know, with gravity changing Ooh. directions, sure. constantly. It's just you're always being pressed down. Yeah, and I was somehow okay with that. Hmm. Huh. I don't think I could ever get him to try it, but that's interesting. Well, so the, the, the two of you grew up here in Minnesota um, and went to Valley Fair. Uh, Mitch and I grew up in Ohio. Did you grow yep. up going to Cedar Point? Yep. Yep, went to Cedar Point a lot. Oh, Cedar Point's dope. Tell us Cedar yeah. Point stories, Chris. Cedar Point is owned by the same people that Valley Fair is owned by. Um, so if you get, like, the gold pass, you can get into Cedar Point as is well. Is that how that works? I think so. Okay. Um, I've never been to Valley Fair, but by association of people who have been to both, I've heard that Cedar Point is bigger and more developed. I would believe that, yeah. It's America. It's um, the slogan I grew up going. I went there every year as a kid, and the slogan growing up was, Cedar Point, America's roller coast. <laughs> ah. I, th- I think they do have a reputation being one of the biggest. Yeah, and that's more. Coaster parks. This is separate from Six Flags. Yes, right. Okay, Six Flags is a separate separate company, separate okay. ownership. Cedar Point is and on at, um, between Toledo and Cleveland along Lake yeah. Erie. It's right on the coast mm-hmm. of Lake yeah. Erie, and has more. I don't know how they measure this, but more roller coasters than almost any other park on the planet. There's like yeah. a park in Japan that competes with them occasionally, hmm. but they have about thirteen or fifteen full sized roller coasters. When yeah. I was growing up, every year it was like, ooh, what's the Cedar Point going to do this year? Because every year they'd roll out like a new big right. event or, or new big ride. And um, it was a blast, man. Uh, they had a wooden roller coaster, which was bad if you were incontinent. Um, <laughs> the story they always told about the wooden roller coaster, which was kind of mean streak, uh, yeah. was that there was a guy whose only job was to walk around the mean streak and pound the nails back in that had gotten loose. I'm fairly certain that was an urban legend, but it's a great story. Yeah, yeah. There was so when's the, the last time you, you went to Cedar Point? Oh, gosh. It's probably been since I moved to Minnesota, but I, have, I was an adult. Okay. So I went probably in the last 15 years. Okay, and you haven't been to Valley Fair? No, I've not been to What do you do in the summer, Chris? I'm going to live here with you. Nice. <laughs> All right. Wait, we're talking about our plans again on social media. This is is this a problem? This is a problem. Okay. Oh, so it, it it doesn't. Exist. So there was a website at one point that got taken on really quickly called pleaseRobMe.com, and it was Jeez. basically just like wow. highlighting people announcing that they would not be in their house for extended periods of time, geotagged with their address, mm-hmm. and pointing out that people are really dumb about yeah. telling everyone, "Hey, you know, I'm not going to be here." Please take all my stuff, and that made me incredibly paranoid. With good reason. With you're good at reason, work right yeah. now, so you're not mm-hmm. at home, and we know you're <laughs> at work. I have vicious attack dogs. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends uses the euphemism. Uh, I'm giving him away here, but he, he was using the euphemism that he was. You know, there was a martial arts tournament being hosted at his house. It was usually the indication <laughs> that they were actually not there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um. I, I didn't talk about what I was doing this summer. What I, are you doing this summer besides 
not going to Valley Fair with me. <laughs> no, I'm, wink, yeah, wink. Yeah, not for sure. Not You're just going to be Valley home the whole wink, time, right? Yep. Okay. Besides that, I'll be I'll be home polishing my shotgun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anybody untoward would stop by. No, um, every summer my wife and I, uh, our families all live in Ohio and Michigan, and we will pack, we have the only grandkids in the family, and we'll pack up the kids and we'll go for probably about two weeks to Ohio and Michigan. So we we'll split our time between state, my wife's mother's house and, and my family's house. And so that's the kids' chance to hang out with their grandparents. It's a chance for us to, to catch up reconnect with our families. Um, I've got some some relatives I rarely see in Florida, and they're going to be up in Ohio at the same time. Oh, so cool. a little reunion. That's going to be kind of cool. Yeah. The other thing I'm doing, uh, that's just all family stuff, but uh, I, I love live music. I don't get to see it very often because I have small children. But my wife lets me go with a friend uh, once or once or so a year and go see live music. So this year we're going to go to Rock the Garden, which is a big one-day music festival here in the Twin Cities. So I get to see oh, nice. uh, Bon Iver and car seat headrests, and it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, cool. That's great. So as we're thinking about um, summer vacations, mm-hmm. I'm curious. I mean, we talked uh, about sort of what we're doing this summer. Um, what's the best, like, childhood summer vacation you ever took? Mm-hmm. Anything stand out in terms of – did you take any, like, big trip or, or trip that in hindsight was meaningful or – Yeah. So the summer before fourth grade, I went, got in the car with my parents. I should mention, by the way, we didn't travel a lot. My parents don't love to travel. And they I don't think they've ever been outside the United States. But the summer between third and fourth grade year, we had, they, had childhood, they had childhood friends who had since moved to Connecticut. Hartford, Connecticut. And so we loaded up the car and the three of us drove out to Connecticut, did it all. I think we did it in a day. Um, but I just remember um, I was at that age where reading started to get really, really fun. Like the mm-hmm. books started to get good, like chapter books and things. And I think I, I think I cleaned through like a dozen books on the way. Mm. I got to the, I got to the, the, our friend's house. My eyes were bloodshot because <laughs> I'd done nothing. I, I think I looked at no scenery the entire way between Ohio and Connecticut and um, that was fun. I remember they did a lot of like cool things there. There was like a like a dinosaur park we went to. I remember doing other like becoming friends with their son. Like it was it was a that was a good trip. And it was a great like way to see the country for over the top of a novel. Um, and I like that. That, that, that. That's very memorable to me. Yeah, I had a couple growing up that were. I mean, my my family liked to travel. We always did like a vacation, but we didn't always go super far. And sometimes the vacation was just to be a vacation, like mm-hmm. to go somewhere just to, um, you know, kind of relax or something sure. like that. Um, but there were a couple that uh, that were pretty big. One of them was uh, when I was how old would I have been? Maybe twelve, somewhere in that vicinity. Because the yeah. my younger siblings, I think, were like one year old. They were just barely learning to walk and stuff. Um, and basically what we did was we, we were going to Virginia Beach, and we were just going to hang out there, so, which was fine. It was going to be a v- beach vacation. But um, that's not the, the, the notable part was on the way there, we stopped in Washington, D.C., and at the reason we stopped in Washington, D.C. was for me. And the whole reason for stopping was because the Smithsonian at that time had this massive Star Wars exhibit. This was like the first time all of the props have been there. I know. And plus one. Um, but this is N plus plus. No. I know. I know. Anyway, they had a massive Star Wars exhibit, like all of the original so when would this have been? Things. When would this have been? This would have been, um, so I was, I, I'm almost positive I was 12 years old, so... That would have been, uh, let's see, I was born in 86. That would be 98. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
A reasonable um, chunk of the Star Wars exhibit is still there. Is it still there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a picture of me in front of C-3PO from okay. not anyway, years ago. So, so I, haven't, I haven't been back since then, like, to, to, to that. Um, but, I mean, I've been back to D.C., but not to the Smithsonian. Um, so, anyway, but that was when it first opened. So, that was, like, so, so it was this huge thing. And so, we pit stopped there. And there were sort of two things that came out of that. Like, number one, of course, I mean, this was, I absolutely loved, like, seeing all the stuff. Like, getting to go through all this stuff and What's the best seeing everything. Like, that, that was the good part. The bad part about it was, D.C. is a really complicated city as you guys are, are i'm sure aware yep. and my dad had parked the car and then we thought we were close and we weren't so okay. we had walked a long way to get to and of course this is with two one-year-old kids like in a oh, stroller sure. so like we're you Both know tro- yeah so like so like we're a serious like entourage here like this is not mm-hmm. a small caravan and anyway we didn't know where it was it was pouring down rain when mm-hmm. we were ready to go and we could not find the car we like went the wrong direction, I think, right out of the gate, and mm. so we were wandering the streets of Washington D.C. for a couple of hours, and finally, my dad like left us at a bus stop and was just going to go look on his own because this was like before the days of like social media, like no, 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 no GPS or phones or anything like. That. And right. so, anyway, he managed eventually to find the car and then find us. I'm not quite sure how he pulled off both of those things because we were probably a needle in a haystack. Wow. But um, anyway, so that was a very memorable <laughs> summer vacation. Yeah. Nathan, what trips do you remember from when you were a kid? Uh, when I was in, I want to say, like late elementary school, maybe early middle school, we took an epic, epic road trip as a family. It lasted about two months, I think. Wow. And wow. like, like an RV or something? Well, no, this was in a little itty-bitty station wagon. Yikes. It was, yeah, I, I don't recommend that part, but it, it's most of the states other than Minnesota that I've been to are because of that road trip, mm. and Canadian mm. provinces, too. Oh, wow. So, like, this ranged... Up to Alaska, through Canada, down to the American Southwest. Wow. Like I said, this was an epic Man. road trip. Like, we had to visit every family member that was within drivable distance, apparently. I don't know. Hmm. Um, yeah, so there, that was, we went to Yellowstone. I ate some animals that I hadn't eaten before. Um, I watched a guy beat Golden Axe on one quarter. Whoa. I, it would probably embarrass my parents that that's at the forefront of my memories from that trip. <laughs> So all the wonderful nature vistas that we went to, and I remember that guy beating Golden Axe on one quarter. That's kind of incredible. Above though. all that. That is incredible. Remember, I mean, like, he was, that was amazing. Like, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. You ever play Golden Axe? I don't think so. I'm trying to remember what that what game that was. Like what? Oh, it was really, it was a good game. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. That's, kind of a, that's kind of like a special feat. Like, that's pinball wizard stuff. Right yeah. There. Oh, no, this guy was amazing. That's cool. I... Can't even begin to imagine being on the road for for two months in the car. It was a long trip. Were you a good traveler? No. As a kid? Oh, my dad had to build a physical barrier between me and my sister in the back seat <laughs> out of sleeping bags. Wow. I don't think I can top that. No, I don't. Think you can. <laughs> no, I, I mean the one that stands out to me because it was probably the most anticipated trip, and this would have mm-hmm. been. Um, summer of 1985, so you weren't alive yet, Mitchell, is that correct? <laughs> That's correct. I, man, <laughs> what happened to me, Chris? <laughs> no. Um, I was, I was, uh, seven Okay, yeah. Um, that, that, we could have hung out. I think I was yeah. eight, so, yeah. like, that would have been good. Um, you probably we would have been, been too cool for me. Right. <laughs> I've never been too cool for anyone. Um, but, but a year, a year matters a lot when you're that age. Yeah, but, uh, this is me you're talking right. about, so, yeah. um, we went to, we took a big trip to California. Okay. Um, we had family who lived in uh, Palo Alto, 
Um, so we went out to Palo Alto. We went to San Francisco. That was the second half of the trip, though. Uh, the first half of the trip, so we flew into Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and we went to Disneyland. Okay. And then we went. To, we took a train down to San Diego, went to the San Diego Zoo. Then we took a train up to... Um, up to Pal- up to San Francisco, Palo Alto, mm-hmm. and I got to see family that I don't like as a child. Never got to see because that's a kind of far, long ways away. Right. So like every three or four years, we would see them because they would come back to Minnesota, and I have and I had cousins who were my age, um, and I just remember it was the most anticipated trip. It was this two week trip, and uh, yeah, it's it's like a, just a seminal moment in my life in terms of connecting with. Um, family who are now at this age really important to me, but like I didn't ever get to see them as a kid. So, do you guys think that social media has cut into the anticipation of traveling? How so? If I'm going to go to London, well, that's actually a bad example. If I'm going to go to an unknown city, if I'm going to go to Agrabah, um, do you guys hear about that? Sorry. This um, is an Aladdin reference. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I mean, um, approximately. Uh, a quarter of surveyed Republicans said they were in favor of bombing Agrabah, and approximately a third of Democrats said that they were opposed to the Trump administration bombing Agrabah. Wow. Despite the fact that it's a fictional location. Well, so, I mean, Jafar is kind of messed up, but there's is. a lot of innocent I mean, people there, so... I know. And, <coughs> I mean, getting rid of Jafar would make Agrabah safe for democracy. Yeah. So. Don't you think we could negotiate with Jafar, though? Do we have to really bomb him? Do you think we could really make a deal with, with a dictator like that? He's like a dark wizard, though, right? Yeah, I don't think yeah. I think America should say no to negotiating with wizards. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> agree to disagree, Chris. <laughs> okay, okay, anyway, so let me pick a different in a different city. So I've never been to Istanbul mm-hmm. or Constantinople. If I was going to go, I could just look at pictures and images of Istanbul now very easily, and video and other kinds of things that even the best guidebooks would be would have kept from me several decades ago. Does that like you're talking about anticipation of traveling? It, I think it only ruins it for people who don't actually take the trip. Okay. If you look at enough of that stuff and say, "Oh, now I don't need to go," then it ruins it. But you can look at all the pictures you want of the Houses of Parliament or Trafalgar Square or any of these places. It's not the same as standing there, them, you know. Mm-hmm. Or you can look at. Um, I mean, I think about places that, that that we go on our World War One trip. Like mm-hmm. we could show students photos of all that stuff. And it wouldn't be the same, but thing. it's not the same thing. It's not the yeah. same thing as even the most touristy things in the world. It's different when you're there. It's different when you can see it from the same perspective that photo was. What you can't do in a photo is is actually take it all in. I don't even think. I mean, I, I don't know, Nathan. Would would VR ruin this? Like really good VR? Really good VR, probably. Okay. But, but do, as do, far we, do we have really good VR? Not to that level yet. Okay. We're working on it. But, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, when you say we're working on it, are you working on it? Not me personally. Okay. I say we, we as the technological <laughs> talking community. About polls, Am I part of working on it? <laughs> if, can I be part of the we, even though I'm not really going to contribute? I'm mostly a consumer of it. Okay. Right? <laughs> not a producer. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a VR system? Uh, not unless you count Google Cardboard. No. No. I don't no. count Google Cardboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, though. Mm-hmm. Um. So if okay, so you mentioned a couple of different touristy things in mm-hmm. London. I think the one place where VR I would really enjoy are places that are so crowded normally. And it would be nice to be alone with a place. Absolutely, yeah. So, I, mm-hmm. have you ever gone to um, the Louvre in Paris? Mm-hmm. Uh, just the incredible. I, I didn't even I didn't even try to go see the Mona Lisa. What's the point? 
Like you can't get close to it. There's there's a couple hundred people in the room with you, and you're standing uh, jowl to cheek with them, trying to get a glimpse of this small portrait. I'd rather like look at that online. But if I could stand in an empty gallery online, and like see a facsimile of the Mona Lisa, that could be kind of moving. I think I think what would be moving. Um, I'm going to make the case for art is actual like physical object you should see with your actual physical eyes probably. Mm-hmm. But I think the architectural spaces would be really interesting in that. Yes. Way. That I mean I I would still say you should probably go look at the painting for real. But I think in terms of I think you're right in terms of standing in those spaces or think about um, I think about um, t- when we go to you know certain cathedral shark cathedral or. Um, or Notre Dame or places yes. like that. Like, like to be able to go to those things virtually. Because some of these, like, you go to... I've been to Chartres a couple times. And uh, one time we went, like, it was, it was like, a great day in terms of weather where it was clear. So it was sunny and there's lots of stained glass. So, like, mm-hmm. you got this effect differently than... The other day it was, like, overcast and cloudy. So you didn't get that. Presumably with the... You know, if you had a great, really great VR of Chartres, you could do it on like the perfect day to adjust the weather <laughs> yeah yeah you know like you know that because that would be that'd be pretty cool i think yeah that's true um but it's still i still i don't know i mean again i want nathan to make the case that it would be just as good to to do that virtually what i would say is uh one of the big appeals to me of that is that you would be able to do things that you wouldn't be able to do in real life like be there by yourself mm-hmm. and not have to fight the crowds um i've climbed quite a few uh, Italian Renaissance buildings in video games, like Assassin's Creed 2. You know, they, they did a really good job of capturing a lot of the really famous pieces of architecture, and I got to climb up and jump off of them, mm-hmm. which I would never do in real life. And so... Well, yeah, you wouldn't I, do more than once, probably. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, Unless yeah. there was, like, a bale of hay down below, because then you're totally cool. Yeah, then you're fine, yeah. But, <laughs> so, I, I don't know. For, for me, the the whole appeal of VR is to not do something that you could do in real life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I can do it in real life, I'll just go do it in real life. Yeah. Like VR is there for the stuff that you shouldn't do mm-hmm. or can't do in real life. <laughs> Let's go can't and not ought not. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mitch, is there, a, is there like a touristy thing that you secretly love doing? Uh, touristy thing that I secretly love doing. I guess it depends on how you define like touristy. Um, so... Okay, so Door County is a fairly touristy place. Um, yes, and the, it's, it's it's touristy in the sense that, like, the, most of the economy in the place is devoted to right. to people coming. Um, it's it, I guess I guess that's where I would sort of like wonder what we mean by touristy because I would say in in many ways it's not touristy in mm. the sense that it doesn't have like a lot of. Um, you know, like chain stores that are just like trying to get you to come in, like street like, vendors, right? And, like, yeah. like, like when I think Fudge of touristy, mm-hmm. like, like when I think T-shirt of touristy, the, yeah. the 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 biggest signal to me that I'm in a tourist trap is a Bubba Gumps. So, oh. like, if if I see Bubba Gumps, like I know that whoops, like uh, this is where like you're supposed to go as a tourist. So like, so like I think of like you know Navy Pier at uh, in Chicago, sure. um, or even here the at Mall the Mall, the Mall of America, mm-hmm. right? So those are immediate signals to me that like okay, this is like where they're trying so so that to me says tourist like like if you're a place like that whereas if you're in a place like door county at least as, as i recall like there's actually things to see there like that are worth mm-hmm. seeing on their own merits and like to me that's not tour if, if you're there to see something that's like there to see on its own merits like that's not touristy so um so i guess that's what i say like I, i'm not I, I guess it depends on what you mean um 
I want. I'm actually more interested in the Bubba Gump's version of touristy. Are there things that you secretly love, but you know it's like, oh, this is just you know, you right. Be a Bubba Gump's, but you kind of do. Right, awesome. right, right. Um, that's a good question. I, um, I might, I might have, you might have to come back to me as I think so, about okay. that. So I've I've got a question for you here. Yeah. Um, I hesitate to admit this because I, I. So here comes the hate mail. I really like Famous Dave's Barbecue. You get email from me, man. That stuff sucks. Okay, sell me on that. <laughs> so uh, there, are, there are there are strong opinions on. Yeah, this. I have strong opinions about Famous Dave's. Yeah. I don't think I've ever eaten there. Uh, my wife and I call it Infamous Dave's. Oh wow! Yeah. And and so Minnesota is not the state that you think of for barbecue. That is true. Um, and Unless yeah, barbecuing I, a moose. Right. <laughs> But and so maybe it's just I haven't lived in the right parts of the country okay. to be exposed. Like, but every time I visit various cities that are famous for their barbecue, mm-hmm. I try their barbecue and it's good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that I would put a premium on that above Famous Dave's. So it's Famous Dave's. Like you had a bad experience. I had a bad experience. Okay, but the, okay. that's a that's a like a Chris had a bad experience. Is that mm-hmm. was it actually? Is the restaurant bad, or did you have a bad experience? That's a good point, because it was bad enough that we went once and said, yeah, we're done with that. So maybe we just got the worst possible Famous Dave experience. Yeah. And so I don't know that I would say that I've ever had, like, a transcendent experience at Famous <laughs> Dave's. And there have been a couple of, like, barbecue situations where I'm like, yes, this is clearly amazing barbecue. Yep. And I wouldn't put Famous Dave's in that category. But, you're but I don't, I don't understand the hate. I like Famous Dave's, yeah. and, I, and mm-hmm. I actually really like barbecue. I have a smoker myself. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I do. But your like, barbecue, is your personal barbecue is far in excess of Famous Dave's. Mm-hmm. I, well, thank you for that. But I still like, you know what's nice about Famous Dave's? I don't have to spend yeah, the day cooking. making it. Like, <laughs> I can just go there and get it. So, like, it, is it better than send the hate mail, like, eating at the mm-hmm. dining center? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like it's all, it's all this is relative to what you're talking about, okay. too. Yeah. I don't know, man. I okay. feel like we should go to Famous Dave's you, after Valley Fair, Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oof. Wow, better than going before. But, but um, okay, so because I've lived in this state too long, I'm, I, I'm, I suspect that there's a lot of foods that I just do not understand. Like, I, my palate has permanently lost the ability to detect high quality of that food. Wow, seafood, like you, Minnesota just doesn't do seafood. Like right. we do lake fish, but we don't do seafood, and so I just don't have a taste for seafood. But I think for most of us, though, that's – I think for most of us – I'm not saying most of us in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I think most people, like, unless you really have a, a developed palate, like, all that – there's a lot of that stuff that's kind of BS, like, where we're, where we're drawing distinctions between this and that. And part of it yep. is probably, I think, to justify what we spent on something. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, this was – I think I, I think if we actually did blind taste tests on things, we're not as good as we think we are. This is absolutely true of wine. Um there's a, a, I can't remember who did, ran the study, but they pulled together a dozen mm-hmm. or so acclaimed wine experts and gave them blind taste tests, and they couldn't determine the price of a bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a couple experiments where they put cheap wine into an expensive bottle, and, and people better. rate it higher than the sa- exact same wine mm-hmm. in a cheap bottle. Uh, the funniest one is they took white wine and put red food coloring in it and asked oh, wow. wine experts what it was, and they couldn't identify it because it was red. Mm-hmm. The flavor enough was not enough for them to identify it as a white. So I would say, you know, trust your trust your gut and follow mm-hmm. your bliss and like enjoy famous Dave. Like that's what I would say. <laughs> okay, I was with you. And trust your gut and follow you. your bliss, but I'm, <laughs> I'm still out on Dave. Uh, 
Uh, yeah. So, so I thought of, I thought of an example of a tourist. I think that I would find it's a touristy thing that I yeah. really like, and it actually is something new that uh, that that I just had the experience. So, last last year I went on a cruise, okay. and I think the, I think a cruise is like the definition of a tourist thing. Um, it's cruise. like mainlining tourism, isn't it? Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. So, so like so starlining actually. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, so I would say I would say I would say that's the I would say that's like the definition of like being a tourist, like is is going on a cruise because because there's nothing else that you're doing. Like you are there to just do the the to just just do the cruise thing. And you know, I mean, you stop at ports of call, but like the real thing to do is just be there, eat food, and like see shows and stuff like yeah. that. And I loved it. Like I would go on another cruise in a heartbeat. Um, so okay. was this a specific? Kind this was a cruise? Disney cruise. So, Disney cruise. Okay. so, so, and that and that probably has something to do with it because I think probably the entertainment level and the food level is probably a step higher than most other cruises. Okay. Um, and I mean, it's more expensive than other cruises. I know that. So, I've never been on another cruise. So <laughs> that's my only experience. Gotcha. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a blast. And my 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 only regret to it was and I'll just I'm just trying to raise the nerd level one more time. Is yep, the Star Wars Star Wars stuff had come to the cruise, but I couldn't do it because I didn't have a 12 year old child um oh no so they would not let me in to fly the millennium falcon i kid you not i asked and it's the falcon though. i know i know they wouldn't let me what in are they there. han solo's 12 yeah Chewbacca's i don't know like exactly right exactly How, what's life's name of wookie I think they're really. It's pretty long. Is really yeah. Old. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So anyway, so that so, but other than that, like everything was like really great, and so I would I would do that again in a heartbeat. So and I would I would unashamedly be a tourist uh, in that sense. Interesting. Yeah. Do you have a tourist? Mine's not nearly. As, mine's not nearly as, as blown out, but I secretly love putt putt golf. Oh, yeah. golf. Anywhere, um, and I'm kind of a connoisseur. So if all you've got is like the little like. Uh, particle board like boxes uh-huh. you know in different shapes and I'm, then i'm kind of out but like if you've got some kind of sculpted you yeah. know like cement cast so when little, you say kind of sir you mean you're a snob yeah totally. because like because totally. like you can't just enjoy it for what it is like i'm i don't know i feel like i'm critical of I you still, I, I still have fond memories of this place up in the uh it was actually near uh michigan international speedway so uh-huh. the sort sure. of where they do nascar events in michigan but there was this putt putt golf course, and it was real grass. Like then they trimmed oh, it and mowed mm-hmm. it, so like, the whole thing. But it was like these. But it was on, built on the side of a hill, so it was real undulating. Like, it was hard. It was a genuinely but, hard course. So much. See, fun. but I feel bad for you to a certain degree because you say that, and then you're like, so you didn't say this, but you yeah. seem to be implying it's like now I can't just do regular putt putt because I've done that. It's like no, that's like no. somebody saying you know I played at Augusta, so now I can't go play at this crappy. No, 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 no. Maybe, okay. I'm, maybe I'm misstating it because I like all putt putt. But what I, about the particle board, though? Yeah, but that it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's the McDonald's of putt putt. But you would still yeah, play it. Still, though. Still okay, play that's it, what yeah. I want to make sure yeah, that you're uh, not. Uh, so you're not a snob. Then you wouldn't yeah. be like I'd just pass. No, I'll play, I'll play anything. But okay. I kind of love the fancy. Okay, Sam's, because because I will say you have a you have a you have young children, right? Yes. And, and you want to teach them to enjoy what's in front of them. Yes. And not be like, <laughs> oh, but this was better or something. Good like point. That. Yeah. Absolutely good point. I say, Sam, I feel like I feel like you're sort of playing the role of like Chesterton, just like enjoy the everyday. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> do you, do you have a touristy thing that you secretly love besides famous Dave's or is that um cargo shorts <laughs> even when I'm not a tourist <laughs> I'm in on, I love I'm that. In on all association these. between cargo shorts yeah. and uh, yeah. well, well so, okay as 30 something white guys we're supposed to be on, on cargo shorts right that's yeah. that's on brand for us right yeah exactly yeah. that's just who we are <laughs> I don't understand why you wouldn't wear cargo shorts yeah everyone slides on cargo shorts I think I feel do like they? Oh, Maybe absolutely. don't listen to people. Absolutely. Uh, cargo shorts are supposed to be uh, 
Well, okay. Have you, have you heard of this? Have you heard of the starter pack meme? Are you familiar with that? No. Okay, starter pack. You know what starter yeah. pack meme is? Okay, so um, a, there's a popular meme to put like three or four items together, uh, and and the, somehow relate to each other, and kind of comment on the kind of people who would adopt those items, mm-hmm. and call it a starter pack. Mm-hmm. So, um, man, I can't. This is terrible. I'm sorry, guys. But the one I'm remembering is it's like cargo shorts, uh, wraparound sunglasses worn in the back of your head, um, a visor. And I can't. Oh, flip flops! And it says it says the I yell at my wife starter pack. Hmm. So little little dark turn there. Um, but yeah, it's just, people can associate cargo shorts with like a uh, not particularly on trend. But do you care? Unthinking ma- male. Huh. I, I yeah. I, I like I, all those things are just like for the people who make those great. Like fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know I'm gonna. I'm going to quote the uh, the ancient um, Greek poet Sappho and say, "We will enjoy ourselves, and those who find fault, let stillness and sorrow take them." I'm just going to wear what I'm going to wear. I just don't care. I, if you can print cargo shorts with that uh, with a Sappho quote on it, I think we're probably more back in again. All right. Okay. Well, we'll work on that. My, my secret thing, tour yeah. thing that I enjoy is. Um, and my wife and I are both in on this, is when we go to cities, this is when we've gone to cities in Europe especially, like the cool thing, the people who wouldn't wear cargo shorts or be like me, would be to like try to act like you're like a Londoner or you're this. It's like Mm. I like to go and take the double-decker bus tour so you see the whole city and you get like a Mm -hmm. tour guide for it. I love love tours. Tours are great. I mean, that's literally touristy, right? right. To go on a tour, yeah, right. I love it. Yeah. If I'm going to a place and there's a free tour guide, totally in. I want. Yeah. I always want a tour guide. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um, do you like like specialty tours? Like, would you be interested in like a haunted tour? Um, I've been on one that was really crappy. Oh, okay. And that was awful. But like, I'm sure. I I, I want. Tell me a story. Give me a walk and tell me a story. I'm mm-hmm. in. You're such a historian. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. This is fun. Well, I feel like we've learned something I feel today. Like we've learned something. I feel like we've been somewhere, but not to Nate's house. <laughs> we're home twenty four seven all yeah. summer long. Yeah. He's actually just—he's just, actually just phoning in. Yeah, That's right. The quality's excellent. He's actually going to be gone for—he's been gone forever. His house is empty right now. <laughs> Thanks, friends. Uh, we got to go. On behalf of my colleagues here at Bethel University, this has been Chris Morris, and you've been listening to a uh, live from AC Second Roundtable. Go Royals.